Hello, hi, I'm Zanzi, and welcome back to the Health Firm Zanzi podcast, episode 96, proudly brought to you by Health Firm Zanzi. I'm your host, Joe, and I'm so excited to walk this health and wellness journey with you. Remember, nothing is of limits. A son's first hero and a daughter's first love. That's right. This episode is all about the celebration of fathers in honor of Father's Day coming up on the 18th of June. When fathers are absent in communities and families, the void is evident. Fathers thus play such a crucial role in our society. Let's chat. In light of Father's Day, we'll be chatting to a father, of course, but also focusing on an aspect that does not get much attention, which is being a single father. So to contribute to the chat, I have Sia Bonga Kanye, who is so kind to share his fatherhood journey with us. Hello, Sia Bonga. How are you doing? I'm all right. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining our chat and that you are willing to share your experience. I'm looking forward to having this chat. Before we get into the detail of being a single father, tell us more about you as a person. Siabonga, I guess I'm a people's person who's pretty present and likes to be there for people and very conscious person. Conspiracy theorist, I think I would have done justice to myself if I don't mention that. Are you that guy, <laughs> if I can ask you, that reads everything? So you're like, ah, oh, this happened because this and this and this. <laughs> Are you that guy? I'm trying to tone it down. I've <laughs> since learned to suss out and, you know, reduce the noise and all of that. Because with such people, myself included, you go down one rabbit hole to the next, to the next, to the next. It's, it's never, never ending. ending. So being a full-time parent, you also want to, you know, take a step back a little bit. So yeah. I am a person that tends to consume a lot of Never mind alternate or mainstream, but I, I like engaging in different topics. So that's why then you'll find I tend to, you know, dabble in a lot of things. Some of my friends would say I know a lot, a little about a lot. Okay. We got yeah. a somewhat of a picture of who Sia Bonga is. But of course, we want to focus on the very important role that you mentioned and that of being a yes. parent, right? How mm. is that process and especially, you know, just zooming in on being a single parent, how has that impacted your life? I would say probably on the social, because when we began, I did say, you know, I'm a people's person. Yeah. Uh, I'm so fortunate to be a person who stays on, on a plot, although it's not mine. So there's ample space here. So some of the things I would do a bit more frequently back then, before I, I lived with my child, was that, you know, if you called me up as a friend and maybe it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, or when you say, hey, let's go for supper or let's go watch netball or, or yeah. soccer you know, during the week, it would be an easy sort of uptake of the offer because okay. I would just get in my car and then we're meeting somewhere. So, of course, that part will completely fall flat at the same time. Yes, I can still host because then everyone is still coming here on weekends yeah. or whatever. But you also need to look at that space that your child also needs you outside of, you know, Monday to Friday, which is maybe they'll understand that daddy comes back from work and they're tired and I went to crash and all of that. She also needs her time. So you can't then always be having people over. But I think more than anything, it's really impacted me, I would say, for the best in that 
it's really taught me a bit more responsibility, you know, the patience factor, as well trying to be present more, even as a person, you know, physically, emotionally and mentally, because we are, of course, experiencing a lot of things, whether it be personal or socially or, or whatever, you know. So it's really taught me that in so much so that I may be coming home and having had a hectic day or feeling in some type of way, but I know that here's this person who's either just going to make me smile by being herself. You tend to forget. So yeah, that's really how it's impacted me. And Sia Bonga, you mentioned really great ways in which your life has been impacted, but has there been some challenges on the journey? I know you said some things had to take a bit of a backseat because your daughter now comes first. Has there been some real challenges made you stop and think about things or restructure things? Tell me a bit about that. I would guess one of the first things is I'm a firstborn when it comes to my mother's side, because really that's where I also grew up. I do have a younger brother, but I think he's about 28 now, two stays back home. We did lose my mom two years ago, so 2021 in December, and she was really perhaps the only person left. Fast forward to, I would think more recently, the first two months of 2023, I don't have a job. I quit my job in December. So a lot of things were not now looking rosy. You know, we had to yes. cut back on a lot of things. I had to now explain to my brother that, look, I'm not going to send money home this month, as an example, because I look after him or I look after the home. He's there. He's doing his business. But you would know business is not always rosy. And I've had to so much cut out at that particular point as well. We had to cut out because she started staying with me since last year almost didn't even happen just so fresh after we lost her grand we had gotten into this routine as well whilst daddy was working that you know every so often daddy and i were going for breakfast you know at spur we're going for supper at spur because of course there's a play area <laughs> <That laughs> to be a parents love spur <laughs> we're doing that but now obviously when you're not working so that's the first two every money that you've accumulated you're trying to make sure at least Daddy has petrol to take you to school, to pay your mm. school fees for us to eat. And then I still have to pack your lunchbox. So a lot of those things, we had to relook the going out, you know. And fortunately enough, my daughter is a person who she will not, you know, hammer you. She understands, especially oh, wow. because we have this honesty factor. Yeah, no, I speak to her for the longest time. I didn't tell her daddy doesn't have a job. She's very aware scary but mm. she's aware yeah because um, she's like daddy aren't you working anymore you know? <laughs> like, and I told her and then I think that was now February so going into my second month of unemployment I'm like actually yeah daddy is not working anymore yeah and she just understood I guess she did get maybe a bit worried I'll probably find out but I think I did find out because when I did get a job you know she was the one going around you know telling her mom daddy got a job she was not the one who's talking about it to everyone. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Very finally, you know. So I've been fortunate in that sense that she understood. We took a step back. We've reintroduced it now because daddy is now fortunate enough to be in employment again. So, you know, we're doing things. It's something a lot of people would experience and you would know where to start cutting. There are things that are luxury. You would need to start cutting back. Yeah, you know, maybe start eating more responsibly, so to say, this and that. And then again, if your brother is willing to assist, okay, look, 
maybe push a bit more harder or maybe find a job. So some those are some of the things we had to relook. Some of the realities you had to face. I just love that you mentioned when she was aware of your unemployment and she asked you about it. Maybe it's just natural to have that immediate concern, but then she wasn't really panicked after that. Mm. She felt safe with daddy, right? I know daddy's going to sort this out or I'll be fine. I don't need to stress because my dad will take care of me. And I just think that is so beautiful. Usually it would be the, the child that goes to the mother, right? But what was your reasoning and your feel behind having your child stay with you? Because a lot of people would argue the child should be with the mother. The important thing for me was because I had started the conversation before her grand actually passed on. So some may have looked at it in a convenient sense that, uh, you know, whatever. But for me, it was that formative years, you know, um, I said I consume a lot of things and it wasn't my intention to have ended things with the mother I would have wanted, like perhaps yeah. a lot of other people to have a steady home and all of that. But yes, we have to admit differences are a thing. You know, and some of them may be irreconcilable or whatever, but it shouldn't stop process of bringing up this person. So that's firstly how I think in life. And it shouldn't be about us, irrespective of, of our differences. So it was the formative years, having now understood that, you know, first seven years of a child's life, not to negate all the other ones, you know, are, are quite important. So mm-hmm. I'd already missed out through our differences and we we were in such a good space in terms of our co-parenting. I did then take it upon that to say, hey, listen, actually, let's talk about this. But, you know, I'd like to do something like this, which is, can you at least give me the child or our child for the next whatever years? Because I would also really like to impart on a more close, frequent basis. Because, mm. again, this thing of just weekends is, is one thing. And I understand as well, you know, you have to deal with a lot type of thing because she does have a second child as well that I had met her with, who essentially was my son. I still consider him as such, but we just found ourselves in a very weird place at this particular point. Eventually, after some back and forth, she allowed it. Yeah. And then we've just, myself and my daughter, we've just been growing from there. You know, looking at the community around you, and I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, friends that know you or family members that know you, but what has the response been like from maybe, you know, other parents at the school or, you know, just like people at the mall when they see, you know, the single father with a child? Has it been a positive reaction? Do they praise you for it? Are you acknowledged for it? Uh, What has the response been like? Certainly. More compliments. Oh, you know, okay. Um, yes, there's no more compliments. And sometimes I find it, well, I don't know how to take them because for me, it, you know, I'm not doing it to be looked at. I'm doing it because it's a choice. I made it and I was willing to fight with people for it and really willing to forego what one would probably say, oh, but at your age, you should be enjoying having dates. You should be out, out there. You know, And I'm just like, yeah, but, you know, out there is noisy. There Mm. is something else as well that's going and whatever will come and find me as, you know, I'm on this journey, but I'm not going to stop this particular journey. So it's been quite a, quite a positive response. Really no negative. If there is, again, like I said, I made the choice and I know why I made it. It's not something I would then entertain. Yeah. It's been quite a positive one. Yeah. 
just receive them and say thank you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Bonga, before I let you go, if there's other young males, you know, that's going to be listening to this that are probably scared to take on this role because maybe it's not the first thought to do so or you think you cannot do it because children should be with a mom and maybe things haven't worked out with a partner or maybe some unfortunate circumstances took place. What would you say to a young father that's willing to take up the role but they don't really know how? Well, I would firstly say don't be scared to. The, the first part of it is you, you know, bringing yourself to thinking that. And I think most of the time we always think too far ahead. Not to say that you should not think too far ahead. But, you know, block out the noise. Take the first step. Do it. And you'll figure it out as you go. Just do not give up. Don't be too hard on yourself. And really just accept as you have. Because if you think about it and that's what you want to do, scared as, as you may be, there is some form of acceptance that you have taken because maybe mm. you see that you want to play a more active role or maybe not happy with the situation for what it is. So just step up, block out the noise. Don't be too hard on yourself. There's nothing worse than not trying. Try and fail, which is also one of the things that I was willing to do. I was like, you know, you probably think I'm going to fail. They're, everyone else out there is thinking I'm going to fail. Not to say that that's in the top of my mind but it drove me to do better to try more and it's since worked and I'll be honest you know a supportive family also plays quite an important role likewise friends they also count quite a lot because there'll be times where if anything maybe you need time to yourself every once so often or, or whatnot like any parent sometimes right? takes yes yeah mm, absolutely yes because you will you will you will need that you will need that. Don't be afraid. We've survived a lot as people, men and women in our age. You know, we've gotten where we are because we went through all those things, but we're here. It's definitely something that can be done and I'm mm. living testament to it. There's a proud friend of mine who's doing it. I, I know quite a few. I'm very fortunate enough, actually. You yeah. guys are flying the flag really high and it's something to be so proud of. I'm basically right now actually sending a shout out to them. Percy <laughs> down in the South, I hope he, he's been through a lot as well, you know, and he's really doing it. So I'm really, really, really proud of him. There's a friend of mine we used to work together. Ben, he stepped up, proud of him. This is the thing with now you wanting me to name drop because <laughs> some are going to feel left out, but they know themselves. Some married, which is, you know, great. Some unmarried, etc. Yeah. But, you know, the rules, we'll take our children and we'll meet up. We'll sit together. We'll share books amongst each other. We'll buy each other toys. That's amazing. Know, um, yeah. And, you know, sometimes it goes in as far as the way we love children. The conversations we have is that, you know, that question of how many children do you have is such a hard one for us because their children are my children. You oh, know, wow. and likewise in the community that we come up from, because that's how we were brought up. It wasn't, yeah. you've got two biological children. Your children was the whole community, you know. So if you saw the other child um, getting up to wrong, swear word, etc., you would discipline them. You're taking it back, you know, to like the traditional parenting, my child is your child. And I think that's really beautiful. And I think that's maybe what's missing currently. Everyone's Absol just absolutely. like living in their yeah. own silos this day. I'm going to give you a very early Happy Father's Day wish. 
I hope you will enjoy it. I'm sure <laughs> Thank you. your daughter will make it so special for you. Thank you for joining this week's episode of the Health for Mzanzi podcast. For more on our fatherhood chat, check out healthformzanzi.co.za. Now remember, if you are in a medical jam or just curious about some health and wellness trends, you can send an email to hello at healthformzanzi.co.za or send a message to 076-132-0454. Yeah, we're on Blue Tick. So to all the fathers out there, have a happy, happy Father's Day. We hope you feel appreciated and loved on this day where we celebrate all that you do. Till next time, keep well and stay healthy. Signing out, your girl Joe.